You are listening to the Better Business Podcast brought to you by Booksy, the show here to help you bring your business A-game through candid interviews with some of the UK's leading barbers, hairstylists, nail techs, salon owners, entrepreneurs, community leaders, and beyond. In the late nights, early mornings, and every moment in between, the Booksy Better Business Podcast is here to help you shine. We help you be you, only better. In this episode of Booksy's Better Business Podcast, Marketing Manager Megan talks to Rosie, founder of Birmingham's leading nail art bar, Nailspad. We talk about opening a new salon in the heart of a pandemic, making now or never decisions, how you can work towards becoming brand ambassadors, and reminiscing on crackle effect and magnetic nail polishes. Join us as we chat to Rosie about how she's made 2020 into an incredible business opportunity and what exciting new challenges await for Nailspad. Thank you for joining us. No problem. Thanks for having me. So we just want to look at Nails Fab as a business first and foremost. Obviously, you are based in one of Booksy's favourite cities, which is Birmingham. We have so many great businesses in Birmingham, uh, in Digbeth, in the Jewellery Quarter, where you're based. Tell us about your experience in Birmingham. Where are your favourite health and beauty places to visit and favourite coffee shops? Mm, favorite thing um, as well so health. when we visit on our little booksy road trip uh where we know where to go hair and beauty i'd say i, I go to a place called hazel and hayden that's actually just down the road mm-hmm. um they're really good hairdressers it's like a it's got two floors it's beautiful inside like it's like industrial that's really nice in there and the guys who work there are lovely um coffee shops there's mm, i'm trying to think like there's a there's loads in the jewelry quarter. Oh, if you go into St Paul Square, that's where I live. I'm just down the road from the shop, and there's oh that's a, that's convenient. Yeah, it's like a five minute walk. It's so handy. Um, but there's a place called oh, what's the name? I, I don't actually know the name of it, but it's it's, it's that quite, good. It just blows yeah, away. I can't remember it. The um, I just know the woman that works in there, but I can't think. I think it's like coffee on the square or something okay. and it, it's a bright red door you can't miss it it's okay. um kind of near uh saint kitchen which is another really good coffee shop as well okay um, we'll be fully caffeinated then on yeah, our yeah yeah amazing there's, there's loads of nice places in jewelry quarter like you, the, every road there's somewhere nice to eat or drink or yeah and then i guess like what's your favorite thing about the city just in general in birmingham or maybe just specifically in the jewelry quarter that's where obviously you live and work so yeah. what 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 drew you to that part of the city my first job was in the jewelry quarter oh so works. yeah and my family like my dad's got a jewelers there and my brother works there and my sister works there and um yeah so I ju- it just kind of feels like home there because I grew up like working around there and you know I spent a lot of time there as a kid so it kind of just feels normal to be there and yeah last year I moved into an apartment here Mm-hmm. and um yes yeah, so I was in Digbeth before oh okay yeah I used to be in the custard factory and I had oh. a studio yeah it was it, I loved it but I don't know if you've seen you know the HS2 stuff that's going on mm-hmm. so it's a actually a bit of a nightmare to get to Digbeth at the minute for dry, say my clients if they're driving there um and parking's limited and I was hidden away up in an office so I needed like uh, the next thing I wanted was like a street level I wanted to sell on um on like a high street sort of thing um and yeah that's that's what I decided to do so obviously it's a really important place to you 
super nostalgic. That's really sweet that, you know, your your dad actually had a jewelers in the area as well. There, there's so much like diversity and different stories to the businesses there. So there's that's... a real like community there as well. Like everyone, everyone kind of knows everyone and yeah. everyone looks out for each other. It's nice. It's a nice little area. Yeah. yeah I think um something where you said you're in the custard factory we've seen a lot of like businesses that um businesses that we know that are on booksy in the area and they all collaborate they do like joint partnership things or mm. um you can kind of tell there's like a bit of a cluster of businesses maybe that are yeah. on booksy and they're all really supportive whether they are hair and beauty industries even like on a level of competitors if it's someone that does the same thing as you we don't find that the competitor element is as heavy it's just more community it's more like oh, yeah because there's room for everyone, everyone. Yeah. yeah exactly and everyone has their their niche um exactly. I think that's fair to say and obviously it's full of creative so no one is doing the same thing you know it's not all just French tips everywhere you go yeah exactly I mean if you look at jewelry quarter like there's probably what like 50 odd jewelers all mm-hmm. next to each other all doing the same sort of thing like and it's not a competition there I yeah, mean obviously there's elements of it but they there's obviously there's elements of it with certain places but you don't it, everyone's getting by do you know what I mean it's yeah it's they're all fine. like thriving and yeah they've all been there for such a long time so it, exactly. it stands it speaks loads I think when you can have all of these businesses who are grouped as the same but they're not they all have their individual niches yeah, and I yeah. think that's something quite unique to Birmingham is is the amount of businesses that are quite similar but all are doing the very own thing you know very thing yeah it's not just a cookie cutter business model which is no, no. is lovely to see uh 2020 has been a bit of a year um <laughs> to to say the least for businesses everywhere um um we think it's fair to say that health and beauty was pretty hard hit by the pandemic yet nails bab still managed to upscale and open up a beautiful brand new salon in the heart of Birmingham. Thank you. So let's go back a little bit. Tell us, I guess, a little bit about yourself. Tell us a little bit about Rosie and how Nails Bab was born. Well, I started doing nails when I was about, I was, I was a teenager, like late teens. Mm-hmm. And it was actually while I was in my first job, which is just down the road from the new shop. Um, and I always used to do nail art on myself and I had short, stubby, horrible fingers and <laughs> They were horrible, <laughs> but I still used to do loads of like leopard print and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, my like, I just really loved doing it. And then um, I did a nail course, like um, acrylics and gel extensions and all that when I was about, I think I was 19 or 20. And yeah, and then I left that job to go full time into nails and it, I had no clients or anything. And I just went and did it full time. And I did that for about four years, I think. And then I stopped doing it because I started working back in the jewellery trade again. Okay. Um, but I did it kind of on the side. I still did it for friends and family and like took on like a couple of new clients just at my house. And then I had um, a studio in the custard factory and I've kind of moved about all over Digbeth for a bit. Um, and then, yeah, and then a couple of years ago, I, th- I was like, oh, what am I doing? I just, I need to do it again. Like for, I need to go for it again. And I did actually have a part-time job up until the start of this year. I was working in um, business tourism as well at the same time. Wow, okay. Yeah, which was which was great because I got to travel. It was brilliant. Like, I loved working there and my boss was brilliant. Like, mm-hmm. he was my friend, really. And I still, I'm, I've still got a good relationship with him. Um, and then, yeah, I was like, no, I need to go full back, full-time nails again. 
Um, and that's exactly what I did. And yeah, and I think when it got to, um, when was it that I wanted to move? So in June, um, loads of stuff was happening around Digbeth and I was like, oh, okay, I've been saving for the salon because I wanted to start a salon like years ago and I was like, oh, I'm going to start saving. But I actually started saving for it last year um after last summer mm-hmm. and um yeah so it got to the middle of this year and obviously everything that happened and I was like well if I don't do it now like when am I going to do it I think you just kind of have to, I've just kind of bit the bullet I guess and yeah there was a big part of me that was like oh god this is huge like should you really be doing this but you know ever since I went back to work you know when we were allowed to open back up in, mm-hmm. in July yeah yeah um I've been it's been fully booked since I opened back wow. up and that's Abby, very impressive yeah like I took on um, a girl called Abby she's so lovely she's um oh, she's brilliant but she was the first person I took on and I, I kind of like trained her up and stuff and she, she could already do nails but like she's fully booked and she yeah. only came to me with like four or five clients and you know I, I do think as much as kind of like the pandemic it is it's bad but I do think beauty is one of those things that always kind of kind of bounce back a bit do you know what I mean yeah it's a very important aspect I think to a lot of people not just from a a kind of vanity perspective but like we were chatting before we I guess we kicked off really it's it's important to make yourself feel like you whether that is putting some makeup on doing your nails it's important I think for uh, like a self-care almost a mental health aspect I, I know that's definitely the case for myself if I don't have my my nails done I feel like an absolute mess so people definitely appreciate treats a bit more um so I I think it's it's been amazing to see beauty bounce back really in the way it has and obviously you've bounced back amazingly being able to take on new team members as well that's so it's not even just like opening your new salon space that's bringing new people into jobs at a time where you know other people are sadly like losing their jobs so that must be an amazing feeling for you it is great and what I'm trying to think is like this whole thing because obviously I have days where I'm like oh my god what have I done like is this too much and we are going to learn to kind of live with Covid and it's not going to be the way that it is at the minute forever Mm -hmm. and I'm pretty confident in the fact that you know once once there's a vaccine and once things have like relaxed a bit that I don't know people feel a bit more secure and like I said you know I was saying earlier like everyone wants to feel good and everyone deserves that and I think beauty treatments especially if I can get my hair done I'd feel horrendous like mm-hmm. after like, the first lockdown I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like what the, like what is going on I know on that feeling hair? like yeah and it just makes you feel like shit really yeah yeah and um and if you can do that for someone and that I think that's why it always will bounce back because people need that to feel good about themselves like look someone texted me the other day one of my clients and she was like oh it's the little things at the minute she said I've just been um into Sainsbury's and the woman who was doing in the checkout was like oh please wave your hand in front of the light so I can see the sparkle on your nails like it's little things isn't it because that's precious yeah exactly like think that it cheers people up like if you're having a bad day you look down you're like oh my nails (laughs) yeah they they still look nice yeah yeah Um, it's I think it's a really important aspect and it's it's definitely shown that it's much more than a vanity 
aspect now whether you know not that that's a bad thing at all but it, no. it goes beyond that it makes people feel good and I think we all definitely need a little moment yeah everyone needs that at the minute. Yeah, yeah everyone needs it so I mean obviously now you are a super successful business owner it's been a, it's been a year but you've you seem to have grown at quite a pace but how did you kind of know I mean we've kind of touched this already but like how did you know this uh, entrepreneurial style life was for you like what was the trigger for you like you know how you were saying you were working your part-time job and you did love that but what was the trigger that was like okay look there's something something inside is calling to me what was that like what was your why I don't know I think because I've done I've been doing nail art for such a long time and I think I always knew that I wanted to open a salon like I've always thought like oh Birmingham needs a nail art bar like it didn't have one like Wild Nails, for example, in London. Yeah. Or, and there's like House of Lady Work and there's loads of different places in London. And even like in Glasgow, you've got NAF and stuff. Yeah, and yeah exactly. That's um, on my to visit list for sure. Yeah, it's um, it's my friend Tammy's salon on that. It's, it's oh, amazing, because so you've got wicked. NAF stuff in the... Uh, yeah, yeah, we sell it in the salon, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you'll love Tammy, she's the best. There was nothing that kind of like clicked, I guess. I just, I've always known that I wanted to do it. And like my family, all of my family, like they've all got their own businesses and it just, it just felt really natural. Mm-hmm. Um, like I had no salon experience. Like I've never had a salon before. None of my family have had salons. We've, like I said, they're like jewelers and artists and, you know, it's not, it's not like I was like, oh, I want to be an entrepreneur. It just, I, I guess this has just happened. Yeah. But so like, it is kind of like a, in your blood to be like a creative I guess risk taker yeah, in a yeah. sense you know you're you're gonna try something because you have this passion for it so yeah um it seems like that's definitely run through your family with all yeah, of their yeah. kind of own businesses and and so it definitely obviously has come naturally to you like you've mentioned um if you haven't had any kind of salon experience that re- that's going to require a lot of self-discipline and we know you have an incredible work ethic anyway from the the speed that you've built up your business <laughs> this year alone um but what drives you and motivates you uh, on the daily when you know you have those moments that are like oh god you know am I doing the right thing what's your push through like every day I think because this is like my passion this is what I just love to do and you know if I'm feeling if I do have doubts what I actually find is I kind of if I do my own nails and I'll sit there and I'm just on my own and I kind of just paint something or it it makes me feel better and I'm like right this is why I do it because this is this is what makes people feel good and you know there's there's nothing I suppose that's that's it really it's my passion and that's what drives me um like there's like I'm not big on watching tv and I just it's all I want to do is like paint stuff and make people feel good about themselves I guess and create that artwork yeah it sounds like the creative outlet of like the actual you know doing the nails as a thing itself is slightly therapeutic outlay for for you as well yeah so it's it's not just the one person benefiting it's also really good for for you as well yeah and I mean it's for clients as well because you know you build up a relationship with your clients don't you like I only see regulars like I don't really take on any new ones just because I'm like full at the minute but for my regulars like you build up such a relationship with them they're like your friends aren't they so I think you you want to make them feel good and you love seeing them and that's that's kind of like every day when I go to work like I look at who I've got in and I'm like oh my god I've got so and so in today and so and so like it's 
it's just nice working with the people as well yeah Yeah. building those relationships is obviously super important and I think um something we've seen from other people we've spoken to recently is that the people that sustained their client relationships through the first lockdown are the people that are doing amazingly through the second as well so that kind of keeping in touch building the stories and understanding the little quirks to their life and being able to ask them how that date was when they you know when they come back in and you know how their kids are how their new dog is I think it just adds so much value I think to the the customer experience it does yeah at a time where maybe people are reluctant to leave the house or definitely they consider their choice more about when when they're going to leave to be able to know that they're getting maybe more than just just a beauty treatment they're seeing a friend effectively yeah so that is the the most crucial part right now for businesses it's the the relationship yeah like I met up with um one of my clients she lives like down the road from me Mm -hmm. and we met up for a walk the other day and like we went for a coffee and it's not just our actual tagline is it's not just nails and it isn't it's not just about getting your nails done and painting pretty things on your nails it is about Mm -hmm. the feeling and the relationship that you have Mm-hmm. um with your clients I guess the the experience is is a huge aspect I think now it, now more than ever and I, mm-hmm. I will vouch for this I will happily go and maybe go to a slightly more expensive salon or um day spa because I know I'm going to have a better experience and they're going yeah. to me and at a time where you know if maybe you live on your own and you don't really interact with people this is like mm. a highlight of the day for some people exactly exactly so they don't mind because a they're supporting probably a, a small local independent business which is mm. lovely but they are going to gain so much more than like you said just some a beauty treatment yeah, yeah. yeah. um one of uh, like one of my clients actually said because all the girls that I've got working with me now one thing I'm like really proud of in the salon is like the atmosphere in there it's so nice like everyone's so friendly it's always really chatty like it's and like clients talk to each other and it's it feels really special yeah even though we were only open for like five days before we had to close (laughs) um it was still it still felt so special because like everyone just is I think the personalities are great like I've got a really good team of people so the people are definitely like you know number one yeah I mean talking about your your people and your team you have a super close-knit team from from what we can see um which is lovely that it extends to clients so and obviously we've seen that a lot of your nail artists have nails bag in their Instagram names which yeah. is lovely to maybe come into a place that is quite like fresh to the to the market really and embrace the brand as it as it is and put it out there as a you know I'm, I'm very proud to work here and I've got a good relationship with all of them so we've got a whatsapp group and we're just chatting in there and we're sending each other pictures of nails or inspo or whatever or you know like I've just had the new gel bottle collection delivered mm-hmm. so I've sent them all pictures of it said I'll have a think about what you can do with this and keeping the conversation there really I suppose like any like team I guess you just in lockdown just have to speak to them every day and keep yeah. the, you know check in on everyone so you mentioned the gel bottle obviously it's that's a huge achievement in itself to be able to partner with brands like that uh, yeah. so I'm sure I'm sure it's a goal of many of your peers as well in the nail art industry to become brand ambassadors how did you get involved with the gel bottle what drew you to them in particular mainly they like the color range so <laughs> 
a couple of years ago, I was using like a load of different brands and there were certain elements I liked about each brand. And then I found the gel bottle. My friend Priya, she's called Bambi now. She's based in London yeah. and um, she used it. And I think she was an ambassador for them. And I just messaged her and I said like, oh, like, do you think they're good for nail art? Because obviously I need them to be good for nail art. They, they yeah. need to be like highly pigmented and stuff. And she said, honestly, they're amazing. And I just put in a big order with them. Yeah, that was like two years ago now. And then, so I replaced all my colours with them um, and I started using their system. And yeah, and then I had a bit of a conversation with them last year about doing work with them and it never really went anywhere. And yeah, I was going through a bit of a weird time. So I wasn't really like focusing on nails. Mm -hmm. Um, So that really didn't go anywhere. And then earlier this year, um, they got in contact with me and they were like, oh, we know we had the conversation last year. Like, we want you to come on board and so yeah um I think they just because I tagged them in all my pictures and I only use the gel bottle for like nail art and stuff so yeah I guess nice. so you're, you've, you're obviously a fan and that's the most important thing is, yeah is to work with brands that you actually like yeah I'd never do that like I work with Navy as well you know Navy Pro Tools yeah yeah um so I used to be brand ambassador but the, it's changed now like there's brand champions and brand edu- educators so I'm a brand champion still because I use all their tools and I swear by them like they're the best prep tools I've ever had and you know I'll keep them forever and I wouldn't work with a brand that I didn't you know believe in mm-hmm. I don't know I think people can see through that though as well people are definitely more aware and skeptical of what they see online you know oh, not yeah, to definitely. take everything as it is we you know we can all say that we can post pictures on instagram and of our finest moments but everyone knows we're actually all sat at home in joggers all of all of this year so (laughs) everyone is very very likely to take things with a pinch of salt and kind of look at things in a bit more detail Mm. so i think you're right people are able to spot more genuine interest in partnerships and to have been a fan first and then join as an ambassador as opposed to just yeah kind of being approached and ditching everything and not really loving it and um yeah like if you believe in the product it's a no-brainer really as well yeah like I gel bottles perfect for me you know I've used other brands and tried other things but gel bottle works for me and works for my clients and they love it and there's millions of colors as you've probably seen yeah <laughs> um obviously goes um, with your salon space very yeah, well exactly and I think it fits my brand as well it works well with my brand and you know it's all about the fun colorful stuff with us so yeah it works perfectly whilst we talk about your salon for anyone who hasn't seen it and you should so go and look at nails fab on instagram because you will have serious FOMO it's very tropical kitsch maybe slightly Miami vibes yeah Um, yeah yeah. where did you get the design inspiration from because it's very it is very unique you can't look at it and not smile and just be like uplifted (laughs) by all the colors I'm a person that will sit here in black and gray all year long yeah there was something about it just made me like smile and just wanted to get like a cocktail or yeah yeah. like to Miami or something like that where did you get that inspiration from but also how important is it to the overall client experience as well I think it's very important because you want to be in a nice environment and I think when you put your clients in in an environment where it's colorful and there's loads going on and you know I suppose it depends on your brand really doesn't it because there's there's going to be people have like really clean white minimal spaces but for us because we're all about the fun and colorful and you know bright and vibrant like it just made sense for us to have 
like art on the walls and so the inspiration was actually from a load of Miami beach huts so, oh no yeah. okay so I got it right on the head yeah 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 so we um I kept looking at like a bit of like art deco like you know like South Beach in Miami yeah I went there a few years ago and I was like this is the most beautiful place I've ever been like it's just <laughs> the colors and the buildings and you know the architecture is amazing yeah. and I love like all the arches and circles and the shapes and stuff and I was like okay well I was looking at ideas for stuff and because in my old place I had like a dark blue wall because I like it you know like casino kind of vibes yeah. yeah I love that I love anything that's like a bit Vegas a bit tacky the the new salon I was like I want because it's so big I wanted it to be white and I wanted pastel colors and stuff that reminded me of Miami really because I've only been once but I just loved it it there. has an effect on you though doesn't it yeah, I, I've it been twice and I, obviously I went back for the second time because there's just something about that place that just yeah. draws you back like you said the the architecture, the sunshine, the palm trees, like obviously you've got that giant gold tree. But, palm tree. <laughs> um, you know, it just, it, it exudes like that kind of, yeah, South Beach, yeah, like relaxed it, vibes. It's so nice. And it's, I think it relaxes the client as well. Like some, one of the clients said to me, she was like, you know, that neon sign, just the glow of it just chills me, <laughs> chills me out. Yeah. I'm like, hey, you're right, actually. Because <laughs> like there's like a pink glow from the neon at the back. Yeah, very so, like cocktail lounge is there yeah like yeah. a bit of tropicana kind of yes yeah, yeah yeah love that so it's it's allowing people to maybe escape a little bit more yeah. uh like we were kind of saying earlier it's more than your nails you kind of get a little trip to miami for an hour yeah. or so <laughs> it's funny that the comments we've had from clients someone came in they were like can I get married here? And then someone else said, oh, can I move in? Can I put a bed in the back? Like people love it. And you know, it's such a nice feeling knowing that people like, get it and they like it as well. Cause they're like, oh my God, is this going to be like an attack on everyone's senses when they walk in? Oh no, I, I love it. I kind of <laughs> want to come in and be like, can I take two pina coladas please? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It does look like a bar. You can really switch off and mm. you know, I don't think it'd be one of those places where you would sit there and maybe, you wouldn't be so calm that you would maybe start thinking my mind's clear so I can start thinking about work because your senses are so like stimulated I guess with everything that's happening with your nails and everything around you it's proper chilled everyone says who comes in like oh my god it's so nice like it's so chilled in here everyone's so friendly like it's just creating a nice environment isn't it really yeah the decor is definitely a huge part of that so talking about the decor obviously you are uh, a huge fan of partnering with your local businesses yeah um you know from the kind of custom separator screens that have the nail yeah. stab logo on some of the furniture how did you go about picking those partners and suppliers um, and why was it so important to you for them I mean to be local obviously everyone loves to support local but why these particular ones um so the furniture I got it all from Peppermill interiors they are that's actually a family business. Um, oh, amazing. Like one of my family, yeah. So uh, I've got furniture from then in my apartment and I just love it and the quality so good. And I knew that like if I get, because the stuff that they've made for me, like they made the screens, the chairs, the tables, you know, everything. Um, and I knew that like I could just tell them the kind of stuff that I wanted, like I sent them a mood board and, you know, we had a meeting about it and stuff. And um, yeah, they just got it exactly what I wanted they just understood exactly what I was looking for really like they came up with the ideas for the screens and yeah so worked with them because obviously I wanted to 
support them and I believe in their products again but their furniture the quality of it's amazing it was actually my um, brother-in-law that built the pedi station and the reception desk um, and he's local obviously he's just down the road because he does a lot of shop fit outs and I thought well I'll give it to him yeah, yeah makes sense yeah 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 exactly and and like um, you said they they will understand everything like yeah. to the core of what now yeah. is so that makes yeah. most sense exactly yeah and then uh, the neon is actually um this guy called paul from a company called city neon and they i made paul make an instagram because i get questions all the time about the neon yeah i bet yeah and they they don't have one he's just got like a personal one with a few pictures on but they're called City Neon and they're just down the road. They're in a place called Tysley. Um, and it's basically these guys with a warehouse and it's just a like proper old school. Um, like they took me into like the factory bit before, like when I got the first neon made a couple of years ago. Um, and yeah, that so I wanted to support them because they are just, they just, they're like the real deal. You know, you see on Instagram, like, oh, neon signs and they're like LEDs. Yeah. I wanted like a proper, proper neon and they yeah. were like- They would take you straight back to South Beach, basically. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I got Josh, um, the guy that did all the art on the wall. Um, he's called Gem48 on Instagram. He's amazing. I've worked with him um, in my old job. I had him like working on this exhibition stand that we designed. Um, and he was doing a drawing about Midlands and um, he's just really good like he he gets the brief and he he's an artist and he's really passionate about it and um, you know he's he's just brilliant so I knew that he would be the, the right person for it it's not his style what he's done but because he he's so good at what he does I knew that he'd just get it right yeah he, they can kind of adapt yeah. and yeah, they understand yeah, yeah. so that's that's always a, a great quality to have when picking picking kind of partners and suppliers yeah. and knowing that they can adapt and and fit what you do exactly and because like I knew that he did commercial work as well like he does a lot of the um you'll see like adverts in Digbeth and he was working on one at the same time he was doing the salon um so he does like a whole range of stuff so I knew that he'd be like perfect for it well, I mean, they've all they've all kind of partnered, like matched very well, and obviously they've got the the vibe on point. The, yeah, the sun yeah. is obviously gorgeous, and I really kind of implore people to go and look at it on Instagram and add it to your travel list when we're all allowed to go out. It was must have been nice to have people come in and see that, like the initial get that initial reaction from them to see the, the salon up when you're able to open. And then I guess when we uh, locked down again, how did you keep your clients engaged through that? Were you messaging them? I, I saw that you were doing a lot of nail at home tutorials, partnering with like the likes of Misguided, which is an amazing, amazing reach. Doing interviews with Scratch, which is obviously a huge nail art publication. Podcast interviews with the beauty edit as well. Yes. So you're very busy, but how did you keep in touch with clients through that time was it did you have any kind of one-to-one consultations did you do anything about how to look after your nails you know obviously you can't get in the salon yeah like I did when we first went into lockdown I was like right okay we don't have the long this is going to be so I made a load of soak off kits so I kind of saw all my clients because I was dropping them off like we were doing like contact free deliveries and stuff so or they were collecting it from me so obviously we were keeping the distance and everything, but we were just, I was still talking to them when I was seeing them. And then on Instagram, they'd be messaging me because I still was doing a lot on social media because 
that's something I never really had time to think about before because I was working the full-time job as well and I was doing nails every other hour of the day um so I was keeping on top of Instagram and I think I was talking to a lot of them through that and then yeah and a few of them actually did my online tutorials because yeah I had a few of them sign up to that and after they came back after lockdown they were like yeah I was rubbish at that <laughs> I just can't it do it. It must have been kind of nice yeah. for them just to even like try it. I, yeah I, yeah yeah. I saw countless YouTube videos I was also guilty of maybe trying my own like DIY lash lift and it was a disaster but you yeah. kind of have to just <laughs> embrace it uh, and yeah. try it. I think it even if it was it kind of reaffirms like no we need to leave this to the professionals and we yeah. need to go back yeah, to yeah, our salon. But for them, it must have been just a really nice thing to be able to engage with you and, and do these tutorials. So how did you find the response to those kind of tutorials? And, and I guess the Sokoff kits were quite popular. Yeah. Did you often have people yeah, seeking advice, like what to do? Because yeah, like, like yeah. we said earlier, it's much more than nails. And for a lot of people, it's, it's part of their routine. It keeps them in check. Mm. It makes them feel good about themselves. What were you saying to people that I guess couldn't have their nails done in that time? Um, a lot of clients so I had a few people say like oh shall I um, I'm thinking about getting a lamp and some gels from Amazon and I was like no don't do that please <laughs> um, yeah so, we're all, all guilty yeah exactly and and so I was just telling them don't do that please because you don't know what's in it and it can go very wrong when you're doing DIY jobs so I was saying you know just put oil on them keep them filed you know keep them healthy don't put polish on them try some nail art or whatever but please don't cut your cuticles and you know yeah because I did have one of my friends actually she messaged me and she was like I don't know how you do this she was like all of my fingers are bleeding because <laughs> so, oh she's obviously done her own and, and yeah. doesn't know what she's doing so it kind of makes everyone I think maybe value the professionals a slightly exactly. more in, in a way that's that's kind of a strange silver lining to take from this is that not all of us are gifted and we we can do this and we you know we haven't trained like there's a lot you um, and others would have probably trained for god knows how many hours to Mm. to do what you do and I think this maybe reaffirms to people that it's a skill it is a skilled job so I I definitely appreciate all, all kind of my beauty service providers so much more this time around definitely yeah yeah I I think that everyone's kind of guilty of doing little DIY jobs I mean I cut my fringe I was going to cut my hair and I was like no I can't I can't they'll kill me did you notice that maybe when people came back in were they more likely to go for um, simpler designs like more transitional colors or were they like no just go big go bold we don't know how long we've got so just (laughs) just go crazy yeah I would say that um, like 90% of clients were just like just do as much as you can yeah <laughs> like they were saying make the most of it I've had with yeah. I think because what I was doing over lockdown was like I was coming up with ideas and I was practicing like designs and stuff and they were like I just everything you've been doing I love so just do whatever you want so that's something I've noticed that most of my clients who come to me want the most do you know what I mean they, mm-hmm. they, they want like pick a mix and they want colourful and they want fun. Like sometimes they have like vague ideas, but most of my clients were just saying, just go wild. Actually, my first client, she's one of my most regulars, Sam. She came in, she, she sat down, she was just like, I want the best set of nails you've ever done. Oh, I got no pressure. Challenge accepted. Back. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think more most people wanted lows. But as for trends, I guess it's seasonal at the minute, isn't it? Well, I suppose 
to be honest, I don't really, I'm not huge on like, um, you know, like autumn nails or winter yeah. nails. I feel like my vibe's kind of like summer. It's bright. Miami all year round. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I've seen pe- loads of people on Instagram doing crocodile skin. Have you seen it? No, that's really interesting because I was about to say, obviously, the ones we saw a lot this year was largely cow print. That was cow just print, everywhere yeah. we were looking was cow well, print. Well, it's so nice, isn't it? Like, yeah, it looks great. I yeah. just wondered what, what animal was going to be next up. So it's really interesting that it's crop. Because um, I think <laughs> if I if I remember correctly, going maybe, I don't know, like seven, eight years back, you know, there was those kind of snake print effect, really strange <gasps> ones, yeah. you know, you'd hover over like a, a, Yes, yeah, yeah, like a yeah, magnet. Yeah, yeah. they were a state on my nails but I could not pull them off so it's like kind of are we doing like a bit of a loop background again hopefully we're not going to see the crackle oh no I've no Uh, you know it's so funny I've had so many conversations about the crackle barium polish it's just like such a nostalgia hit but it's it's leave there I think yeah and they did um yeah they did loads of different effect ones but yeah I do think animal prints are always kind of in in style aren't they like everyone always likes an animal print um I actually did quite a few sets before we went into lockdown actually of like I was looking for my pictures the other day and I was like god I've done loads of animal print but it's it's all year round isn't it so what's what's next for nails fab once once you reopen what's what's the the next big thing for you where where do you see your business in 2021 which is terrifying that we're asking yeah. such a question but <laughs> that's so weird that we're like weeks away from yeah. it I guess well I've got a few things coming up I can't I don't really want to talk about them because Ooh. I want them to be like a bit of a surprise okay but... watch this space we'll, yeah, we'll come back and asking but I think um really I think just getting all the girls busy and I'm just really happy with the team that I've got like everyone's so good at what they do building on that and yeah just focusing on the nails and creating new stuff <laughs> I guess amazing so, yeah. I mean that sounds exciting I think we'll we'll just have to kind of watch and and wait and and maybe come back and prod for more details in the new year yeah. um, I'm hoping that you know if if the situation changes and we're able to travel a bit more we have such a great team in, in Birmingham anyway on the ground there but the the, the idea is let's get on the road let's do a bit of a books, yeah. road trip and go and visit yeah. all of our favorite places so you know, yeah, I'm, I have to have to book in for my cow print. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, that's something actually. Now you're saying like people coming to visit. That's something I really want to roll in next year is the guest spot. So getting my friends who were oh. nail artists all around the country. Oh, I like. Okay. Come in and do guest spots because I've had Priya come in and do it before. And mm-hmm. she was she was really busy. And it's just nice like having people who've got like particular styles come in and, you know, people can book in with them and meet them and. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, if, it, if they've got also like a, a fan base, as you will, and maybe not so accessible. So for us, obviously, a trip to NAF Nails would be yeah. quite a journey down from the South Coast, but it's yeah. something I will will do. I, I am always in awe of Jamie Genevieve's nails that she gets done there yeah, with yeah. The, the gold like stickers. and Yeah, she always the, has some really nice nails. Incredible. If they, if they ever had someone down in your shop, that would... Wow, that would make it so much more accessible for so many people. Yeah, exactly. Commonly, like the tattoo industry for people exactly. to do like guest spots, and why not extend it to males because it's just another extension of creativity and it's kind um, of a similar kind of business model, really. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. everyone maybe slightly more visible as well. You know, you get, yeah. get to show off your nails. Yeah, um, and I yeah I do I think that kind of level of accessibility would 
be a really nice thing to see in the nail art industry I don't think I've really seen anybody else do that so mm. I look forward to that well thank you so much for joining us no, it's um, been a pleasure thanks for having me it's it's been a real pleasure to talk to you and obviously massive congrats again on your beautiful salon I oh, cannot you. wait I know me and half the the girls at Booksy are like itching to to come up and visit so I'm really looking forward to it but Thank you so much again for joining. And again, if you haven't looked at Rosie's Instagram, I really implore you to because you will have serious FOMO. Thanks again, Rosie. And we will Thanks, speak Megan. to you very soon. Thanks, Megan. In the late nights, early mornings, and every moment in between, the Booksy Better Business Podcast is here to help you shine. We help you be you, only better. Better.